This is the Joey Salazar Leadership Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Joey Salazar Leadership Podcast. This is Joey Salazar, and it is a privilege to have you back here on our channel. And again, I launched this a couple of weeks ago just simply to be able to add value to your life. And uh, I'm just thankful for everybody's support and those who've been sharing, subscribing. Just thank you so much for those things, those actions. It really does make a difference. And I see that. And so I'm not in the studio alone today. I have my good friend here, Gio. Gio, say what's up to the people. Hello, world. And uh, Gio, we are recording this in the month of October. And uh, you and your wife just recently celebrated a wedding anniversary. How many years now have you guys been married? Five years, a five-year anniversary. Awesome. Awesome. How does that feel? What, What Five years, man. Yeah, I guess it's a milestone and, and um, it feels pretty special. Um, we had a chance to reflect and I don't know, man, it, it went by so fast. I just felt like it, I was just putting on the tuxedo like yesterday. So wow, it, it went by so fast, but I'm blessed. Uh, we have a, a beautiful marriage. God's blessed our marriage and uh, we've been through many things, but our marriage is stronger than ever. So That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we love you and Valerie and I saw a photo that one of you guys posted from your wedding day. You guys look really sharp, man. You guys look, you guys, you guys look good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, we are excited to jump into today's content. Today's content comes from one of our church values. And so as a church, uh, we, have def- we have defined values that we abide by, that we live by, that we uh, not just have on a website or a webpage somewhere listed for our guests, but no, what we take these to heart. We live them out. We lead from the front. And one of these values and the one that we want to focus on today is pursuing excellence, pursuing excellence. It's one of my favorite values that we carry and we live out. But uh, I want to I define excellence uh, just right off the bat because, you know, different things or rather, you know, the same thing can mean different things to different people. And so when it comes to defining excellence, this is the this is the definition that we're going to run with today. And that is simply doing the best with what you have. Doing the best with what you have. I feel like that particular definition eliminates the opportunity for excuses. I wonder if we've ever thought, man, if only I had a bigger budget. Oh <laughs> uh, man, if only I had more leaders. Yeah. If only I had a permanent building. If only I had fill in the blank. You if, know what I'm saying? If only. If only, right? And it seems like, you know, it, it's in other words, really, it's an excuse to maybe not do the best because we're we're playing the blame game here. And so I love this definition because it's saying, no, even when you don't have those things, you can still give your best here. Does that make sense? Yes. Like before you have the million dollar budget, maybe right now you're at several thousand, like, right? Like your business is maybe up and coming, but you can still be excellent there. And, and I gathered a couple of quotes just to kind of, kind of get us warmed up here on the subject of excellence. And these were some of my favorite quotes and, and I hope they bless your life. Here's one of them. Excellence is never cheap. It's costly. Constant care serious preparation and continual application are required. I I love that. Here's another one. Excellence requires desire plus discipline plus determination. 
And the last one is excellence has more to do about the person rather than the position in place. Gio, let me let me just bounce this off for you. What are just some early thoughts when it comes to excellence? Why is this important? What's what I I feel you know that you are an excellent leader. Uh, you do things very intentionally. Um, tell me why that's so important. Just us pursuing excellence and giving the best worth with wherever we're at. Yeah, um, when I think of excellence, another word that kind of comes that to me is related to it is stewardship, right? Stewarding yeah. what you have, um, doing what you have, you know, doing with what you have. Uh, God also says, use what's, use what's in your hand, right? Because sometimes, like you said, excellence, you could be like, oh, I don't have this, or we're in lack. We, yeah. we need this. We need and once I get this, then I'll be organized. Or once I get this, then we'll be able to really work harder, you know? But um, like you said, excellence is doing the best with what you have and, um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting. It's very easy, I guess, to get distracted, uh, in realizing that we can be excellent where we are at the moment in, in the very moment, in the present moment. Absolutely. I feel like today God is challenging us. This topic is challenging us to abandon average, abandon average. I don't think I've ever met the person who says, you know, uh, who launches a business and says, man, I really hope my business stays average, <laughs> right? Or man, you know, they somebody is preparing for a competition, sports, and man, I really hope we get second place this year because <laughs> oh man, that's the sweet spot. Nobody wants to be average. Yet I think when we are not intentional, we, we will stay there. Yet there are certain things that we can do to continue to pursue excellence, whether at church, at home, with our families, or simply wherever we go. And, and I think it's really important to kind of set the foundation here that Jesus is the source for the standard of excellence. We, we have a model to follow in Jesus. The Bible says, here's just simply two verses that stand out to me. Mark chapter seven, verse 37, the Bible says, people were overwhelmed with amazement with saying, he has done everything well. Just to kind of paint the picture here, he had, Jesus had just uh, performed a miracle and, and he did it well. He did it excellently and, and to the point where people noticed and, and, and called him out on that. Psalms 8.1, the Bible says, the source of excellence is God. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who have set your glory above the heavens. I love that first phrase. The source of excellence is our God. And so I believe that when God calls us to abandon average, it, it, it's not just something that he didn't do and just wants us to do. No, he set the way. He showed us by example of what to do. One of those people in scripture as well who, who lived in, a, in an excellent manner was that of Daniel. And so uh, Gio, actually, would you mind reading for us Daniel 6? verse one through three for us today. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might have might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him 
and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Awesome. Thank you so much. Key verse right here is going to be verse three. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the rest because an excellent spirit was in him. Not average. It wasn't his good looks. It wasn't his grades. It wasn't what family he came from. It wasn't his title or role. It doesn't. It didn't matter the, the size of church. It didn't matter the accolades. It was his spirit in which he led with, in, in which he lived with. It, the Bible says it was an excellent spirit. And so today I, I want to challenge us, um, all of us, everybody listening, to continue to develop that excellent spirit inside of us. And we have three ways that I believe that if we can apply these just practical steps, it'll it'll help us continue to do so. So here it goes. The first one is do things well. Do things well. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and yet glorify your Father in heaven. Colossians 3.23, the Bible says, whatever you do, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. If you've been listening to several of our podcasts, you'll probably notice this one has a little bit more Bible verses than the other ones. I'm just going to help you kind of catch up on your Bible reading plan today, all right? (laughs) And so uh, I make no apologies for that. But but there's countless scripture here challenging us and guiding us and saying, hey, whatever you do as you parent, as you are a spouse, as you are a leader, as you are a business owner, as you are coaching your your, your child's team, whatever it is, whatever is it before you, hey, do it well. Don't do it just like for average or don't do it just the minimum. Don't do it as if you're just doing it for the person standing in front of you, but do it as this is your gift back to the Lord. It can be a team of three. It can be a team of 300. It can be a budget, small or large, doesn't matter. But the Bible says, whatever you do, do it for the Lord. And I feel like a lot of people, myself included also, maybe the trap or the, I guess the trap we can say that maybe we we were in for a while was that, hey, we would do the big things well. You know, the things that that, that everybody sees. Maybe the stuff on Sundays or the stuff in front of people, we would do those things well, but maybe not the little things. Well, there, there's there's a statement that I want to share with you today, and that is that little things are actually a big test. Little things are actually a big test. Gio, what comes to mind when you hear a phrase like that, that it's the little things, it's the little things that are actually a big test? What comes to mind when I think of little things are a big test is that everything is essentially practice or a class. Class is always in session. Wow. Right? Um, when we read the we read those those verses where it talked about people are overwhelmed with amazement about Jesus, that he has done everything well. When you read that, sometimes what might come to, to mind is that Jesus was perfect, right? And Jesus did everything well. Like he was perfect, but that doesn't mean that he didn't work hard and practice of being excellent. Uh, we start documenting his life at 30, right? Mm. But he took about a lot of, I think it's, it's very easy to forget that uh, Jesus 
also lived 30 years before we started really documenting his life. Yeah. So he was practicing the whole time. And so th- they say that that spirit, that spirit of excellence, he was embodying that spirit of excellence. That's to me, excellence is a mindset, right? So even through the little things that are a big test, the little things that he was doing as a kid, you know, growing, you know, going to the, to the temples, asking questions, uh, um, learning about carpentry, all, all those little things were, were a test to a big test so that when we start finally, finally documenting him and see that, oh, he does everything excellent. Like, yeah, but he was practicing excellence mm-hmm. his entire life. So um, even in the little things. That's so good. You mentioned stewardship as well, you know, and, and I think that's powerful in itself because the Bible says, you know, if I can trust you with a little, I can trust you with, with more, with mm-hmm. much. And, uh, you know, just on a practical level, you know, my family and I, we, we, we had to shift our mentality when it came to how we took care of our car, just as a practical thing, right? Because <laughs> right now we're in a, we have one vehicle where we're looking to get a diff- another one because life with only one with two different schedules is tough. That's a challenge in itself, but... You know what? I, so practically speaking, I was like, man, if we can't take care of our first car well, why would the Lord, you know, want to bless us with another one? Right. You know, so like we've been cleaning it a lot more. We've been maintaining it a lot better. We've been, you know, we have a, some guidelines now for in the vehicle and all that stuff. And that's just one example. But little things are a big test. Uh, how you handle the small things right now. Maybe you feel like you're in a small position. Maybe you feel like you're in a you're in a you're on the sidelines, or you feel like you're you're in a season where you're kind of hidden and you just feel really small. Well, I want to encourage you and let you know that hey, how you handle yourself there, it's gonna matter for the day of tomorrow. It's gonna matter for when you are in the front. It's gonna matter when you are the leader. It's gonna matter when uh, the budget does grow. Uh, I don't know why I feel I keep going back to budget. Maybe someone needs to hear that, <laughs> but you know. Um, it matters. It absolutely matters. And so, um, you know, it, this it's not enough. It's not good enough for us to know. We've got to live it out. We've got to practice it. And so here's a reflection question. Hey, what what little thing right now in your life do you maybe need to steward at, at a more excellent level? Um, I, I, I shared these notes uh, with the class here recently. And probably like two weeks later, I had somebody follow up and tell me how uh, they're still going over these notes. And then she went on to say, she's like, please don't judge me. But I, I was able to implement one thing. And she said, I am now making my beds in the mo- I'm making my bed in the morning. And she's like, and before I was not. But she said, that was my little thing that I felt like I needed to do to kind of get the day started right. And so it can be whatever. It can be so many things. But nonetheless, hey, let's steward the little things well. And here's the second one. Do things before you're asked. Do things before you are asked. This goes to talk about initiative. And I don't know if there's another quality that maybe I really just love seeing in leaders than when it is about initiative. Initiative, you're not waiting you are you you see a need and you're filling it. You're you're getting up. You're you're not just presenting a problem, but you're also you're also giving solutions. You're you are uh, you're not just stating what's wrong, right? You're not just stating what needs to happen, but you are there to support as well. And and I love it because this is another form of going the extra mile. 
it, it, it's getting up, right? It's there's being a support for our leaders. And so uh, there might be some some instances where maybe you do need to ask for permission to do certain things, right? But still, you know, being being somebody who can come up to your leader, come up to your spouse, and you see something, say something. You, you feel something, call that person. You know, and it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, leaders are initiators. We just go first. We lead from the front. We, we bring solutions and, 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 you know, we, we do those things that, that the Lord has placed on our heart. Gio, talk to me a little bit about, about initiative. Like, why is that so important? How have you seen that in your life? And, and what difference has that made? Initiative, um, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a strong superpower. Mm. Uh, if you have initiative, it will definitely distinguish you above the rest. Um, it's easy to get mundane. It's easy to stay average. But when you show initiative, it definitely distinguishes you, just like Daniel, um, above the rest. Now, I wouldn't, you know, you also need to do things with the right heart. I wouldn't sure. just take initiative just so that people notice you. You want to take initiative because you want to do the best with what you're given and you're trying to uh, excel in where you are. But initiative, I also feel like it's a it's a dying breed. I don't want to say dying breed, but it just you know I feel like um, I'm it, it, I notice it less now. And when it, when someone does show initiative, it like catches my eye immediately. I'm like, oh, that's initiative. And like, yeah. and then I'll ask them sometimes, like, where did you learn that? Like, how who taught you that? <laughs> you know? And they go, oh yeah, I was taught initiative. Like, so it's like it, it definitely will uh, set you uh, above the rest for sure. Absolutely. I remember there was a, a season uh, in a former church we were serving at where uh, there was this young leader who was always near my wife and I, and they were always serving us. And uh, honestly, I didn't know a lot about them. But what I noticed, kind of like what you just said, uh, they were just always around. They were just always helping. Hey, can I get you anything? Hey, I brought you something. Hey, I'll help you with the kids and, and all that stuff. And and it was her initiative and her serving us that got her noticed by us. And uh, I think that it, it works the same way when it comes to uh, when it comes to us again, like you said, not not doing it for the wrong motives. But I believe that serving an initiative does you know get us noticed to a certain extent. With initiative, I would like to just add that uh, to me, it's also about helping. I've been in certain situations where. Um, let's say someone's doing something and naturally our reaction is, do you need help? A lot of times when you say, do you need help? The person's probably going to say, no, I'm good. But initiative is helping regardless, <laughs> picking up something, doing something. That's good. A lot of times um, when something's going down, let's say there's a project, you can always clean up, right? So a lot of yeah. times with those projects like clean up, organize, those are things that that go with what I was saying. And even though they might not need help or ask for help, think of just the stuff that can be done that can help them. Or again, when you think of cleanup, pickup, organizing, you know, it, this, this is a general thing, but oftentimes it applies. Um, it, it even goes with helping. So that mindset of, uh, instead of asking, um, do you need help? Say, how can I help you? Or, or say, I'm going to help you. Or say, I'm helping you. Or just help them. Just do it. <laughs> they're not going to say, oh, don't help. I don't need help. Like That's rarely ever the response. So just help. Instead of asking help, just actually help that's so and good. find something. And then they're going to be grateful. And again, that's, that's the, that initiative is going gonna, is gonna to definitely set you apart. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm actually reminded of right after Bible school, when I completed Bible school, I got a job as a front desk person. I don't even remember the role uh, at a church. And, you know, there's certain responsibilities that come with that. But then there's also some things that you just don't do. And uh, yet I noticed that at our church at that time, um, man, we had a lot of areas of growth and nobody else was really kind of like helping with those things. And so I just kind of took it upon myself, started doing things, creating, you know, order of services, started having meetings and run-throughs and uh, slides and, uh, you know, praying for people and visiting people. And, you know, we were, we were a starting church. And so um, I just, you know, I saw a need and began to fill it. And I don't say this in any way to boast about myself, but instead just kind of give you a practical example few months later, I remember our senior pastor comes and approaches me and says, hey, um, you know, I mean, we've noticed you and would you would you ever consider serving as one of the assistant pastors here at the church? And I was, I felt very honored. I was like, man, that's amazing. Like, yeah, like, okay, well, how would my role look different? What, what else would I need to do? And I remember his response was, you don't need to add anything else. Like you've been doing everything, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. And um, I was like, oh, Okay, <laughs> you know, and so um, I just got new business cards, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, it was it was it was seeing a need and and filling it and taking initiative that that got me noticed, and like you said, will get us noticed and will open and make a way for us. Here's yep. number three. What's one more thing that we can do to continue to develop that that spirit of excellence inside of us? Number three is do more than is expected. Do more than is expected. Leaders don't just set goals, they set standards that raise the bar for everyone. And so it, it's this is where now you go the extra mile. This is where uh, you don't you don't just do what you were told, but man, you you make it a little bit better. It's it's stewardship. It's some of the things we've already talked about, but honestly, it's it's sometimes in the details. It's in the details that really uh, it really just separates how we handle whatever is in our hands, like like coming prepared or starting ending on time um, or being mindful of the atmosphere in which we're creating, you know, whether it's at home or at work or with our families. But um, look for the opportunities where you can give more than is expected. And when I talk about giving, I'm not, I'm not just talking about financially. I'm just talking about of yourself of your energy, uh, do more than is expected. Maybe for your 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 kids' teachers at school, or maybe something coming up here at church. Nonetheless, do more than is expected. So very quickly, let's just run back over the three things that we can do. Number one is do things well. Number two is do them before you're asked. And number three, do more than is expected. And in closing, I do want to highlight that our value isn't that we pursue perfection. No, we pursue excellence because perfection at the end of the day will paralyze us, but excellence propels you. If we are shooting for, if we're aiming for perfection, man, we're never going to get there. There's always going to be something we can edit. There's always going to be something we can do uh, you know, differently, and it will never have a clear deadline. Excellence says, hey, I'm going to do the best with what I have and the time I have, the energy I have, the people I have, and then I'm going to move on to the next thing 
because you know God's called us to do many things. And so I hope this absolutely challenged and blessed your life. Uh, I want to I want to hear of stories. I want to see of I want to see you continuing to pursue excellence in your life. And I believe that as you do that, uh, you will get the attention of others but also it'll be a form of God getting the glory through your life. It's been an absolute blast just hanging out with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, for subscribing. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. For more information and additional resources, check out joeysalazar.org and follow him on Instagram at joeysalazar. Please feel free to rate, review, share, and subscribe. Once again, Thank you so much for joining the Joy Salazar Leadership Podcast.